My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin, a spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. How often are you turned on? You probably have an idea about how often you have sex and orgasms, and maybe you know how often you wish you had sex and orgasms, but as we've discussed here before, research shows that women tend to put up all kinds of walls when it comes to recognizing sexual arousal. In other words, many of us have little idea just how turned on our brains and bodies would like to be, would naturally be, and should be, in my opinion, if we broke down those walls. Welcome back to Girl Boner Radio, where good girls go for sexual empowerment. I'm your host, August McLaughlin, and speaking of arousal, I am totally stoked to be here. I think I probably always say that because it's always true. You all seriously light my girl boner fire, and that is a very groovy thing. So check this out. Do you ever think about sexual energy? It's one of the strongest forces in our lives. As my friend Milana Snow, who you may remember from the Sexy Gratitude show, would say, you might think that's kind of (laughs) woo-woo, but it's actually true from a scientific standpoint as well. I'm not just talking about how we feel when we are actually thinking about or preparing to have sex, though that is part of it. I'm talking about arousal, the vibes we experience when we desire or feel passionate about anything for careers or hobbies we love, for new adventures, interacting with fabulous people, even eating awesome food. Anything that lights your fire. Our brains respond similarly to all passionate desire, which is pretty cool. And those fires can also be doused or dimmed pretty easily. So having a passionate orgasmic life, it's not about aiming to want to to have sex all the time or having sex as frequently as possible, though it may open the gateway for that. You just never know. Uh, And it's not limited at all to what happens in the privacy of your bedroom or on the kitchen table or on the floor or on the roof or outside. Or I know how kinky some of you are. (laughs) Seriously, though, it's so important that we set ourselves up for lives of healthy passion. Don't you agree? And when we do, sex becomes this natural extension that... Again, whether we are actively having it or thinking about it or recognizing and embracing that energy, you know, it it just becomes natural because that is really what sex should be. So before I introduce our fabulous guests for today, here are eight proven ways to turn your whole darn life on and let your sexiness flourish. Number one, challenge negative beliefs about sexuality. Here are some of the common ones uh, that sex and sexy thoughts are dirty, risque, naughty, or shameful, that you have to look or act like a porn star or a supermodel in order to be considered sexy or beautiful, Uh, that men think with their penises and women are naturally prudes or sluts, that your fantasies are shameful or that your sexual desires and preferences are somehow weird, inadequate, 
fill in the blank negative. (laughs) So the first thing to do is to take inventory of your thoughts. Kind of like you're going through your closet. I've been doing this lately because I'm getting ready to move. And it's you have certain things that you just don't really want to wear. (laughs) They're kind of ugly. They maybe don't feel good. They're kind of worn out. Maybe there are some of those habits that have just stuck on because of, of habit. You're just used to them. And it can be hard to let go. But it's important to. So those negative thoughts are what's dirty. Remember that. Number two, prioritize rest. I used to really, really suck at this. Not the sexy kind of sexy. Sucking. Sucking. That that sounds like sexy sucking. But anyway, that's another topic. Um, It is so important to rest. I know it sounds kind of boring. I tend to think of it as boring, but I've been working on this. And exhaustion kills libido for one thing. It's the top uh, libido killer for men and women. Okay. Secondly, if we aren't allowing ourselves time to rest, chances are we aren't taking care of ourselves in other ways, right? Plus, feeling exhausted makes us feel more moody, a little insane in my case, uh, not fun to be around, not fun to be. The list goes on and on. It's just not so sexy. And as Ariana Huffington said at, at Blogger, a conference that I'm going to reference again later on today, um, she said we should sleep our way to the top for success, meaning get more rest. You know, I love that. If you're not a napper, which I'm not, I've never been, um, you can have active rest, which is a really cool concept. Check that out if you're not, if, if like sleeping more kind of is sounds awful, consider, you know, looking into active rest. We can talk about that more another time as well. Number three, eat a sexy diet. What is that sexy diet? It's well-balanced. It's based on nutrition, nutritious whole foods. It's also flexible. So, you know, most of your food choices should be fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, fish if you eat fish. Um, legumes are good for protein, too. Lean meats if you eat meat. But there should be no strict rules or scary dieting techniques. Please promise me that you won't do that. It's, it's awful stuff. Um, the more healthy foods that we emphasize – the more we want them, our taste buds really do adapt, which is cool because you don't have to really think about it. And I also like having, I don't like calling them cheat foods because that's so negative. I like having what I would call more like play foods or fun foods, which are foods you make sure that you eat just for enjoyment on a regular basis. Um, You know, whether it's something really, really nutritious, but just tastes really awesome, or it's not nutritious, but you just really enjoy it. You know, we don't want to feel deprived. And while you're at that, just chuck the scale out the window. But obviously look out the window first. We don't want to hurt anyone. Number four, prioritize play. I'm talking about all kinds of play. Goofy, giggling, playing around with your girlfriends, uh, the sexy play by yourself or with your partner. Playfulness is not something that should stop with childhood. It reduces stress, which is a huge, huge turnoff, as we know. Uh, Playfulness also boosts immune function, so we're healthier. We don't have all those illnesses and colds and stuff that make us feel anything but sexy. It also makes orgasmic sex more likely. And who doesn't want all that, right? So just think about that. How are some ways that you can just have more playfulness in your work life, in your home life, all of it? Number five, stay on top of your health. If your libido is low, which is pretty common, uh, I read a a report yesterday. It said 20 to 30 percent of adults report having little or no sex drive. Now, for the, I think it's about 1 percent of people who are asexual, that's normal, right? Now, if you're not 
asexual and you have no sex drive, it's it's not normal. So you want to consider what any underlying health issues could be. They could be you know, emotional conditions like depression or anxiety. They could be hormonal imbalances, which are super common. Uh, they can also come from, you know, extended use of birth control pills. So if your libido has truly left the building, make sure to have your hormones checked, have your overall health checked. Also, I'll just put a little shout out for Dr. Lisa, Lisa Dr. Lisa Masterson's her full name. You may know her as Dr. Lisa from um, both from the doctors, the Emmy-winning show that she was on for for years and now she has her very own radio show podcast uh health in heels available on itunes and global voice broadcasting it's fabulous she talks about sex and many other awesome um, health related issues number six try new things you know those giddy punch drunk love feelings you feel when you first are falling for somebody those same chemicals release when you're doing anything new um you know well, most anything new. It's not like, oh, a new pencil, unless you really love pencils. Um, but I actually do really love office supplies. But if you're, you know, trying a new restaurant or scoping out a new adventure, trying a new city, uh, it can be sexual things, new sex positions. Maybe you want to try role playing, whatever it is. All of those things can help your brain release those chemicals. And it can also strengthen your bond with your partner if you want to have those new feelings back again and, and they've been missing. So number seven, detoxify. And I'm not talking about those risky juice cleanses or pills. Please avoid those. I'm talking about life toxins, the job you hate, um, you know, quote, friends who leave you feeling crappy. Uh, harmful crutches like overspending money, guzzling down energy drinks, uh, you know, overdoing anything that is not a healthy thing that you're doing to avoid, you know, being connected with yourself. Self-care is not this trendy or marketable thing, but it actually really works and it's very exciting. <laughs> Lastly, and most importantly, perhaps pursue your passions I personally believe that one of the most important things we can do in life is to cultivate and pursue our passions. That leads to fulfillment on all levels, including sexual. And if you have a passion you're nervous to pursue, which is totally normal, by the way, those butterflies sometimes are a good sign that you're onto the right thing. You may find this mantra of mine that um, I shared at the Blogger conference this year, passion speaks louder than nerves. It really does. Anytime if I just have like a little bit of nervousness, I ask myself what my passion is and I jump into that. So it really does help to, to shift perspectives in that way. Speaking of Blog Her, so it's that wonderful conference uh, and organization. I spoke at it recently, as some of you may recall. Uh, I have such a treat for you all today. This year, just before Carrie Washington from Scandal, I know, so amazing, uh, she was one of the keynotes, and the missus performed before her this amazing song called I'm Enough, and I had a chance to interact with some of the band members and learn about this phenomenal campaign they have going called I Am Enough um, that involves these incredible mirrors that, I'm not kidding, talk to you in these indescribable ways. I don't even really want to give it away, although we'll see if it comes up in our chat. Uh, to see the video of the missus performing and their I Am Enough mirror campaign in action, stay tuned to my blog where they will be featured later this week. The Misses, it's an all-female band. They're based in Austin. They write and perform music about their lives, about juggling careers and motherhood and marriage and friendships and still trying to maintain their own identity. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to trying to stay true to yourself when life gets busy. Um, I'll also play their hit song, I Am Enough, shortly, but first... I'm so happy to introduce you all to the band's drummer, Andra Limont. Thanks so much for joining me, Andra. How are you today? 
I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. Oh, gosh, it's it's such my pleasure. I really enjoyed meeting you and hearing you perform at Blog Her. Could you just please tell me a little bit about the Misses? How did you become a band? How did you meet each other and start this mission you've been on? Well, um, you know what? It's kind of a little, a little bit of a long story, but mainly five years ago, um, you know, it's been a little bit of a journey because being in a band, I guess you'd have to say, was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, Honestly, I was a busy mom with two young kids, and uh, including an infant, I was nursing. So as you can imagine, I was uh, had my head down in the dirt trying to just survive being the mother, you know, motherhood. And I was uh, talking to a music teacher looking for my daughter piano lessons, and she told me that one of the moms of some of the t- students that she had uh, she was teaching had started a band. And uh, they were looking for a drummer to fill in and ask me if I would consider it. Now, I, I warned her. I was like, I have never played the drums before. And uh, I guess for some reason they were pretty desperate at that time. I'm not real sure. But they were like, they took me in and they said, no worries, just come on in. And uh, a few weeks later, um, their kids, they had their recital and the moms played at it at intermission. And there I was. And uh, I'm just uh, coping now. I don't even know if there's live footage of that anywhere lingering, but um, it was it was pretty bad. I think I played something like "You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog." <laughs> I, I absolutely had no idea what I was doing. Um, but it was it was such a growth experience and such a such a fun thing. But the point of telling you that is, it was on that that day on that stage. Um, where I found my passion, and I found myself. Um, I really did. I um, I decided to form my own band at that time. Um, I, you know, I guess you could say it's where I had my enough moment, because, um, uh, you know, that's what this band's about today. It's about, you know, really finding that time for yourself. And, um, and in the midst of my life, as you could have imagined, with two young kids. There wasn't a lot of that going around, you know, thinking about myself. And uh, and that's when it happened, and that's how the band started. That is fantastic, and I love that you mentioned that that is really the idea of the, the band and certainly the enough song, but uh, everything that you guys stand for. Could you share what that song means and, and what inspired you all to kind of take it into the world and, and try to encourage women to, to believe that about themselves? Well, you know, the, the inspiration, the band as a whole, we, we really sit down and write as a group. And most all of our songs are really just about connecting with women like us and writing about topics that speak to women like us. And that song in particular um, was about we about what we do every day we feel like just as ourselves we look in the mirror and we beat ourselves up about all day long about how we are as mothers wives sisters and you know employees and friends you know all those things that we do every day or that we are and i think when the song really hit us was when we realized we needed to start really looking inside ourselves and change our own inner voice really kind of say enough with that and yeah. start seeing ourselves as other people see, people see us, you know, um, really see us as 
more worthy, you know, beautiful women inside and out and stop beating ourselves up and help other women. Absolutely. It's so beautiful. And that's what you're doing too. I had chills at, at blog her, especially when they, I mean, I did the, and I don't know if you want to share or not. I'll, I'll give you the opportunity about what the mirror experience is, but, uh, Everyone kind of walking around the mirror experience, you know, it's it's more than anybody, I think, imagines when they step up there. And then hearing your song, I just remember being in that big crowded room and there was a, such a beautiful sense of connectedness with, with all of the women and seeing um, in the video how emotional people became. And even in person, I, I saw a few people shedding tears and things like that. Uh, what, what kinds of responses or what responses have meant the most to you to that song and to your campaign? Well, um, you know, we've, reactions to the mirror have been just, as you said, you know, they've been very, but overwhelmingly positive. Um, aside from women just, you know, sharing our video, our documentary, and, you know, the people close to them or who, who need an extra boost in their day, um, you know, they, they've been sending us positive messages and, and, you know, letting us know how they're, it's affecting their lives. Um, but... You know, I've had some women, women tell me that, you know, it's their power anthem when they're out jogging or, mm-hmm. you know, working out and things like that, just using the song in that way. So it's helping to get them through their day. Um, the mirror moments for them are, um, you know, everybody's reactions are different. And I can tell you there, there was one really specific moment. That oh, you know what? Can I interrupt you for just one second? I'm so sorry. That was my bad. I, I should have asked you first. Do you want to share with them? Because I haven't told anybody what the mirror experience is. Could you, before you tell us um, that story, could you just tell us <laughs> kind of what it is? What, what happens when people step up there? Um, yes. Okay. So, um, so, the band, we kind of set out to create this, we, we created a magic mirror, and in our documentary, we wanted women to see themselves the way other people see them. And so the magic mirror is for women to look at themselves the way other people do. And so um, what we did was we kind of did a behind the scenes where women, where we were, uh, uh, women could go up to the mirror and be told all these beautiful things. And so at Blogger, we had different women experiencing it. And one of the most beautiful experiences I had seen at Blogger for um, these women was um, women just getting small, simple things told to them um, that really were touching and moving. Things like, you know, that maybe they needed to hear that, they don't get that they don't get told on a daily basis, and you know I think women go throughout their days doing their every their everyday lives, and they feel unappreciated at times, or maybe they feel that they're, what they're doing isn't enough. And I think the way that we've designed our mirror to touch their lives, whether it's through the documentary or whether it's through the experience of the mirror. It's to help women see that no matter how big or small, no matter what they're doing in their life, that it matters to all those around them and that they need to learn to appreciate themselves when they look in the mirror and just knowing that those moments matter. Look at yourself and know your husband or your friends or your, you know, your employees or your employer, they all appreciate what you do. 
and it's time you start looking at yourself that way too. And that's what the mirror is all about. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And it's, it's such a profound experience. And I love what you said about it mattering when you look in the mirror and how you feel, because I, f- I feel like, you know, we have so many thoughts uh, during the day. And if, if we can infuse some positivity and some self-care, it just seems pretty life-changing. Uh, what, what are your plans moving forward for you guys? Um, well, right now we're, we're really, really excited about just this enough movement and, you know, we're working hard to just, you know, to spread the word. We actually, um, recently had a principal down in Texas, down in Alvin, Texas, uh, get a grant to build her own mirror for her school. Um, and so she's wanting to spread the word in her, in her elementary in our elementary school, which I'm really excited about. I hope the movement carries on to more schools and spreading the word. So, you know, um, keep keeping that going, um, keeping keeping that alive. Um, so really excited about that. Um, we're in the studio putting the final touches on our EP. And, you know, uh, I just, you know, want to continue, continue that going. So... Wonderful. Gosh, well, I wish you the best of luck. I'm going to play the song here in, in a moment. If people want to uh, interact or learn more about you and the whole band, what is the best place? I know you're very active on social media. What, where, where can they go for more information? Well, the best way to check us out and watch the video is to go to message.com. And, of course, you can download the song on iTunes. And uh, we're on pretty much we're downloadable on any um, most all websites. Wonderful. Well, I wish you all the best, Andra. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope everyone out there will go and check out The Misses. They have a website, themisses.com. They're also active on Twitter, um, on Facebook. They're everywhere. And I will be sharing links, as I said, on my blog as well later this week. Now, I'm going to play their beautiful song, I Am Enough. And I'd like you, all you listeners out there to do a little exercise. It's just taken two minutes, two and a half minutes out of your day to... Do your best to close out all the distraction around you. Close your eyes if you can. Obviously, if you're driving, do this later. Uh, But I want you just to think about the words and really let them soak in. Um, If you don't feel that you're enough or if you have been feeling a little down on yourself lately in any way, uh, what's holding you back? You know, logically, we can know that we are enough, but we really have to believe it. And it's it's up to us. We can actually uh, make a big difference in how we feel and what we think about.
All right, who's still with me? What did you think? <laughs> Inspiring song, right? I would love to hear what you thought of the song, of the show today, of uh, the different ways to turn yourself and your whole life on. And I really do hope that you're going to take some steps to embrace yourself and cut yourself a little slack. Life's more fun that way, and we're better for everybody that way. Uh, to interact with me and the Girl Boner community, join me on Twitter, Facebook, and my blog. Links are available on augustmclaughlin.com. And if you are enjoying Girl Boner Radio, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes if you haven't and leave us a simple review while you're there. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week.